not what I was looking for, but on Reddit, I found, I just got my first girlfriend. I don't know how to kiss her, though. Help me. Okay, but same, bro. <laughs> it says, I'm 18. I never had a girlfriend before. I had friends that were girls, but never romantically. Um, yeah. Damn. So, 18. 18. I mean. I, I guess, mean, like, that's normal. Like, it's, it's normal, uh, yeah. I, I mean, what was your first kiss? My kiss, my first kiss was 15. I guess by today's standards. That's old, I guess. And that's still kind of old. Yeah, 15 yeah. is still kind of old. Like, most people have fucking sex at fucking 12 or mm-hmm. 13. So and that's like, crazy because you're in middle school. Like, yeah. how do you even know about that? You know? <laughs> Things are just, like, way, happening way too fast now. Like, sometimes you see, like, eighth grade girls pregnant. Like, how does that even work? Didn't you just get your period, like, didn't, didn't last just, year? Exactly. Didn't you just get your, um fucking i don't know like <laughs> what the fuck like you, like you're barely you're eighth grade some is kids what, don't even go through puberty in middle school i started going through puberty 13 13 maybe maybe 12 that's when i first started like my voice started changing okay and then i, I didn't like actually start growing till maybe like 14 that's that's when it was like most noticeable between yeah. 14 and 15 that's gotcha. when it was like most noticeable so you're went, kinda, you were kind of yeah, like a late bloomer because i went to i came here moved here when i was like 12 i was in no i was in eight grade right, when i moved here so what's that like 12 yeah like 12 or 13 12, 13 yeah and then i went back to mexico on vacation when i was 15 and during those two years i was a little taller i was because of I grew a little. I was actually a little slimmer, and then a lot of people were like, "Oh, your voice changed." <laughs> Finally, uh, and then there was this one girl. that's like, I think it's pretty um, pretty cute. His voice is pretty cute. Oh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that yeah, one girl. It <laughs> oh, and that girl, up. that girl happened to be my first kiss. Ah, uh, I think I remember hearing about this actually. It's pretty funny though. <laughs> you were like, yeah, dude, like I, I went to, I came to the US and then I went like, back and like all the girls were over me. Well, yeah. Because like, his voice changed. Because my voice changed. <laughs> he grew a couple inches. In I grew a couple inches. Um, My gr- my hair grew a little longer <laughs> and my voice changed. <laughs> Damn. I didn't sound like this. So. Hey. There's late bloomers though. Like my brother, I feel like he hasn't gone through puberty yet. He's gone through a little bit. I've I've seen like a, a, little bit. a difference. Like his voice, it's it's a little different from what I remember yeah. when I first saw him. But I haven't heard it like really cracking at all ever. Does he talk a lot? Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. I don't know, but he is getting taller. So. Not a whole lot of uh guys crack. Yeah. It's it's normal, but not. It's more of, like sometimes it just changes. Yeah, right? it's just like sometimes it will just crack out of fucking nowhere. But other than that, like it just doesn't really happen all that yeah. often. Gotcha. It's not like you're talking in mid conversation and then you yeah, they just sound like, like a squeaky toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, that's how we're talking. Um, about was my first brother, so I don't know. <laughs> so welcome back, guys. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of I Got Something to Say. My name is Victor. <laughs> my name is Julieta. And uh, today, um, we are kind of making this just a little bit different, um, where we're still on the on the Christmas spirit, yeah. but 
since we're we are on the real Christmas spirit, as you guys know, that's a whole a whole other we're history. On the, uh, of, we try to give you guys the real, the real, deal. the real spirit. You know, yeah. whenever we weren't celebrating Santa Claus, but we were <laughs> celebrating the dark spirits mm-hmm. of Halloween, <laughs> and therefore <laughs> that's why we came up with the idea to present you guys uh, horror stories. Yeah. That are Christmas related. Yeah, so. which I'm gonna let you do most of the talking because my story is like not real. So that's uh, whatever. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go first with mine. Yeah, go ahead. This one is called. Uh, forgot where it was. <laughs> where is it? Oh, this one is called the Return Relative. So. <clears throat> It was Christmas time of 1995 or 96 at my aunt's house on the reservation in North Dakota. Some of my parents, some of my family was in the living room watching television. The kids were playing in the rooms or sleeping and my uncle, aunt and I were sitting at the table putting a puzzle together. That's the most boring. Um, that's, yeah, that sounds like a. I mean, then again, we are person. in 1995, so it's uh, like, I guess it's like the most exciting well, show to do. You ever. said 1995? Yeah, 1995, 1996. I mean, there was TV back then. There was TV back then. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin, who worked at a casino, will, will come home around midnight or 1 a.m. That's a. Uh, I don't miss those okay. shifts. <laughs> Coming I home used, late? Yeah. When I used to work at Taco Bell, that's the time I will come home. Really? Yeah. And I, did, I wasn't even closing. Like, people who were closing, they would stay till like, 2 or 3 in the morning. Mm-mm. I complain when I get home at 8. <laughs> Imagine that late. <laughs> I complain when I get home at 7. Like, today. <laughs> you got home at 7 today? Yeah. Damn. Traffic or? Uh, 7.30. I got out from the office at 7, and then because of the, the route, it takes about uh, 20 minutes to get here. Gotcha. So, 7.30, rounded. Way too late. <laughs> This night, as she pulled up and was walking towards the house, she looked in the window and saw me sitting at the table. My uncle sitting across from me and someone standing to the left of me and someone standing in the corner. So she continued to walk in the house, thinking nothing of it. As we were sitting there talking, she looked at me and asked who was standing next to me in a few, min- a few minutes ago and who was in the corner. I told her no one and she said, yeah, there was someone standing next to you. I looked like your mom. She was playing with your hair. I have long hair, which I used to wear down all the time. She said this person was running her hand on my hair, like a mother does to a child. It kind of freaked me out. Being I was probably only 12 13 at the time, my cousin swears up and down that someone was standing over me, rubbing my head, and watching me put the puzzle together with my uncle, with my aunt and uncle. And there was another person standing behind this person, who got around to thinking it was probably her mom she saw. She passed away on her birthday a week before Christmas back in 1992. And my family, we consider our aunts and uncles to be just like our moms and dad. After thinking that it could have been her, it didn't scare me so much. However, we, wouldn't, we couldn't figure out who the person was standing in the corner. And always around Christmas time, something strange always happens. And we just think it's her visiting us. Creepy, but creepy, but, but sweet. Like, but sweet, yeah. <laughs> it's always like that. Like, um, you know, we used to have these friends who would be like, "Oh yeah, like 
My brother died, but he comes to my room into my room like all the time, and you can see when he sits on the side of the bed. That's weird. Dude. Or like on the couch, you can see when the like the imprint, you know. And it's just like that's sweet, but that's weird. That's like, weird. I'm just like, bro, get the fuck out. I'm trying to do some private shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what's on the can't see what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Have you ever had anything like that? Uh. No, not necessarily. My dad, uh, when he was in Mexico, uh, when he was in living in the, the city of Puebla, when he was doing his college years, mm-hmm. uh, he used to live at this apartment, and this was the uh, and this apartment was owned by a lady, and she rented out after her husband died, mm-hmm. and. Um, Apparently, according to my dad, like every time, almost at the same at the same hour, like eleven, maybe close to midnight, uh, that was the time that the husband usually before he died uh, would arrive home, and like he has this like entire routine apparently. Mm-hmm. But my dad would hear steps going through the living room, then he would go through the kitchen, and then uh, it had like a couple of rooms. So he said that he said that he would hear the steps and like feel someone coming inside of the room just like you know how like a father like checks on the chicks on yeah on their kids like they just like open the door yeah like kind of like stare at you and then leave (laughs) yeah well he felt that same the same vibe like Mm -hmm. someone will come in just like look at you and then um and then leave it wasn't until like this one day like that it actually like you know how like set the door man like it actually like landed on him Oh, and my dad like started cussing him out and shit. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like he told the the lady like the his tenant. He was like, yeah, this this has been happening. Like, I hear noises. Mm-hmm. Like they just like go in the living room, the kitchen. Sometimes they like check on me in my bedroom. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. And then that's when um she told him. And she was like, oh well, my husband died like a few years or whatever ago mm-hmm. and that was like his routine oh, okay yeah but that's still weird it's still weird i always yeah. wondered why like spirits do that if i mean they're spirits they clearly see their family's not there anymore you know so why does that like why does that happen i guess it's just like he might have i think he died in an accident mm-hmm. and you know you know how like when they tell you that when you die unexpectedly it's like you still have that that, so have like, that like that, need to be alive that need to to be somewhere yeah so you die with that um with that that goal in mind like you okay. need to get here yeah and s- stuff like that so okay uh spirits are spirits are weird that's, that's, a, that's for another that's, podcast that's another because there's a lot of a <laughs> lot of weird and interesting stuff that surrounds <clears throat> it um i've never had that happen but like Around Christmas tri- Christmas time. Christmas time. <laughs> I think I was thinking about a Christmas tree. Um, around Christmas time, like, me and my cousin... This was, like, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was, like, 18 or 19. So, that wasn't four years ago. Like, six. But we were drinking, right? As always. Uh, legally. <laughs> I mean, we had parents there. We had parents. <laughs> and they... Um, we were, like, drinking and... You know my cousin Carlos? Yeah. I'm about to out you, but he um he saw that we were all drinking and, like, kind of out of it. So he went into my room, and, like, we were in the living room, and you can see my room from, like, the living room, right? 
So he turns off the light when I'm in there and I'm like, oh my God, what the heck was that? And I don't know why, like, I thought it was my grandpa that turned off the light. So I started crying and I was like, oh my God, like my grandpa turned off the light. (laughs) (laughs) And I was crying for a good 10 minutes because I was like, oh my God, it's a sign from my grandpa. And the whole time Carlos was behind the door cracking up. He was like, you really thought it was your grandpa, it was me. So that was as close as I got to a spiritual, to a spiritual. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, yes. Your mind baffles me whenever you're drunk. Dude, I'm, <laughs> you do, I don't know you why. You do stupid shit. Like, I hallucinate so bad. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Okay, you got another story? Uh, I thought we liked to okay, switch. So mine is called An Unexpected Magi. Or Magi. Huh? Magi? That's how you say it? it? Like Magu, but... Magician? Magi or Magi? I don't know. Magu. Let's say Magu. Magu. Let's say Magu. Okay, and this is written by Sean Tivenet. So, Donde Esta Santa Claus was blaring on the radio as Gary crossed over to... Let me start over. The dyslexia is kicking in. Hold on. Yeah, I do... (laughs) Donde esta Santa Claus was blaring on the radio as Gary crossed over state lines into somewhere. He lost track of where he was hours ago. Somewhere Midwesty. He was driving back east for Christmas. Too cheap to fly, he thought he'd take the opportunity to see America. The real America. Turns Wait, out, which one? <laughs> huh? Which America? North America. North America? Yeah. Oh, that's a real America? Yeah, because it says he was too cheap to fly. So he was like, let me see the real America. Uh, okay, let me okay, drive okay. through it, yeah. not knowing where I'm going, because he's <laughs> lost, clearly. So it turns out most of the real America was lots of nothing next to lots of scenic nothing. Basically. Which is true. <laughs> Basically. Uh, no cars on the highway except him. It was late. Dashboard display said 2.17 a.m. Taking his eyes off the endless stretch of highway, he glanced up at the night sky. For the briefest of moments, he swore the moon looked green. Squinting, he could see it plainly was not. Just a big old circle in the sky made of cheese, like they always said. It's amazing what you think you see after 17 hours on the road. He smeared his his open palm down his face, trying to get the sleep out of his eyes by force. The husks of five-hour energy containers littered the passenger seat. He instinctively reached for another pick-me-up, but swore as he remembered he'd sucked dry the last one about 80 miles back. He needed to find somewhere to crash for a few hours, so he definitely needed to gas up, maybe grab some food. The sign he flew by offering everything he was looking for, plus the biggest vacuum in the continental U.S., was just too good on, too good an offer to pass up. Pulling into town, he coasted over to the gas station. The prices were ridiculous, but Gary didn't exactly have a wealth of options. They must have gotten red- greedy from all the tourism the vacuum bought in. He had passed <laughs> the celebrated home appliance as he made his way into town, green and red lights shining on his little placard. Couldn't have been taller than six feet. The eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> as he stood outside his Honda in the bitter cold, Gary saw the neon glow of a sign promising donuts, burritos, and hot dogs. I mean, that his- is, that's a good sign. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> his stomach grum- you had me a donuts <laughs> right between that's the only reason I chose this said donuts. <laughs> for the food between sleep and hunger it looked like hunger was gonna come out on top he looked around as he rubbed his hands together for warmth amidst the shuttered shops and gray buildings that made up the small town he could see a diner across the street whatever they got to be better 
Whatever they got had to be better than he assumed day-old hot dogs. The pump stopped with a loud gulp. He placed it back in the cradle, inserted his card, tossed the receipt, and drove the hundred yards over to the diner. He saw a cop car parked out front. A middle-aged policeman appeared to be dozing off inside, half-finished Twix bar in hand. Guess the donuts at the gas station weren't up to snuff. Gary thought as he slammed the door shut and opened open and op- pushed open the sleek metallic entrance to the diner. The bell above the door jingled brightly, alerting the diner patrons of the new arrival. Five or six other people were scattered throughout, munching on curly fries and slurping milkshakes. Not exactly a happening spot, but Gary walked over to the counter and took a seat on one of the round, bright red stools. In moments, he was greeted by a stocky man in a paper chef's hat. It was green. Weren't they always white? Gary was staring at the hat for a few seconds before the man spoke. What can I get you, pal? He tossed Gary a menu and started wiping his hands on his already filthy apron. Gary didn't bother looking at the menu. Double bacon cheeseburger, mid-rare, curly fries, two waffles, and a Coke in the largest glass you got. Damn, this man can fucking eat. Right. He didn't even have to think about it. I know. The chef I thought nodded. he was sleepy. Wouldn't that make you sleepier? Probably. He's probably going to need a nap. <laughs> For real. Imagine two waffles. <laughs> Oof. After a few seconds, the chef plopped a football-sized glass in front of Gary, completely shielding himself from view. It was large and plastic. The container itself seemed to shimmy and undulate with the absurd amount of soda and ice cubes floating around inside. Gary shifted the glass slightly so he could see the chef and thank him. No problem. The chef casually dropped a straw in front of Gary. Gary ripped off the paper sleeve of the straw and dropped it into the glass. Suddenly, it disappeared. Leaning over the inside of the counter, Gary grabbed a few more straws and he fished out the drowned straw, fashioned them all into one elephant trunk of a device, and dropped it in the drink. He didn't realize how thirsty he was until the ice-cold fizzy lifeblood was flooding his system. He was so distracted and caffeine that he didn't notice the presence behind him. You want to see the Christ child, the voice said. Who? Gary sputtered, um, almost falling off his stool. The Christ child. Want to see him? The man was dressed in an army surplus jacket. It was riddled with stains that drew attention away from the greasy hair that hung about his face and stark patches. Regaining his composure in his seat, Gary responded to the man. Look, buddy, I'm not an idiot. He's born on Christmas, not before. If you want to run a scam, at least get the facts right. <laughs> if you're looking for a hand a handout, I don't have any cash. I've got waffles coming soon. You want some? They're yours. Just leave me alone. The dirty man stared at I'll Gary. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, free waffles. I'll take uh, a milkshake too. <laughs> the dirty man stared at Gary, no reaction in his eyes. The other patrons of the diner looked like they were doing their best to ignore the entire scene. The girl chef shared a glance with Gary and rolled his eyes, but the dirty man stood like a statue, staring at Gary, unblinking. It was impossible for Gary to ignore the dirty man's presence. Finally, he swiveled his diner stool slightly in the in the man's direction. All right, I'll bite. What is it? You trying to unload some Christmas cards before the season's over? You got a dog in a box out there with a halo staple to its head? What's the angle? (laughs) (laughs) Through filthy teeth, the dirty man smiled. No angle. You come out, I show you the Christ child, and if you don't believe 100% that he is what I say he is, I pay for your dinner. Gary considered the prospect of a free and clear dinner. It would cap off his stay in in Nowheresville and give him a great story for Christmas dinner. Lead on, champ. Gary turned to the cook as he got up off the stool. I'll take a check when I get back. This gentleman has generously agreed to... And then the guy said, not yet. And okie dokie, then let's go. The dirty man led him out of the doors 
Into the crisp gray winter night, they walked two blocks down the street, passing the empty and shuttered shop windows. It's right down here, the dirty man said. Gary stopped and peered down the filthy empty passage, shadows dancing in the trash and discarded pizza boxes. He had a few inches and at least 50 pounds on this guy if he tried to pull anything. He could have a gun or a knife, but he didn't think so. Didn't look like the twitchy type, but he didn't want to be stupid. Go right ahead, bud. This is a follow the leader situation. The dirty man's smile never left his face. Sure, man. In the dim illumination of the corner street light, they navigated the alley. The dirty man led him to a small box at the far side, almost touching the brick dead end. He pointed, in there, open it up and you'll see. Gary maneuvered around the box so he had to back... He had his back to the wall and was facing the dirty man. He looked down at the small, slightly damp-looking cardboard and smiled. Free dinner and then back on the road. He opened the flaps and looked inside. He stared silently. After a minute or two, he reached in and pulled something out. It was a small shape wrapped in a bundle of torn clothes. Pulling back the cloth covering, it revealed a child. A child with the most striking and beautiful green eyes he'd ever seen. As he held the child, Gary felt like he was plunged into an ocean of calm. Every fear, every worry he had ever had fled like shadows into the sunlight. With tears welling in his eyes, he turned to the man who'd extended an invitation to meet his savior. You know... I never really believed, it just didn't make sense to me, but this, he looked down at the smiling child, this makes sense. An energized look crossed Gary's face, who who else can we tell? Everybody has to know about this, everybody. He was caught off by the large set of jaws that clamped down and tore out his throat. In his panic and panic, in his pain and panic, he dropped the child, its tiny mouth stained with crimson. Faster than he thought possible, arms reached out to catch the baby, arms belonging to the dirty man. Sliding down the brick wall of the alley, Gary ripped off his sleeve and stuffed it against a spurting open wound on his neck in a desperate attempt to staunch the bleeding. That's not the Christ, the Christ child, he choked out. The dirty man stroked the light tufts of hair on the baby's head as he spoke. Oh, it's the Christ child, all right. He motioned to the opening of the alleyway, the diner patrons, the grill chef, even the sleeping cop he had passed parked in his patrol car. They were all gathered there, crowding out the light, all staring with their brilliant green eyes. It's not, it's just not your Christ child, it's ours. The dirty man smiled his dead-eyed smile, and every Christ child needs gifts. Thank you for being the first. The last thing Gary ever saw was a dirty man lowering that thing, wrapped in swaddling clothes, down to his level. It gurgled at its tiny face, split apart to make way for endless rows of shiny red stained teeth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> creepy, huh? That is creepy. Started out funny. And it started out very funny. <laughs> <laughs> started out as a joke. Well, you know, um, <clears throat> they do say, and this is just like... Um, talks right so you know when um the the three wise men were like following the the star yeah well supposedly you know i don't know like how how knowledgeable you are with the uh, with uh what's happening in outer space right now but on december that's 20- not what i thought you were but um but on, on december 21st oh, it, I- it's supposed to be the merging of of jupiter and and um and set Saturn, the merging. Yeah, they're so, gonna crash or something. <clears throat> no, no, no. It's just like they're they're gonna align. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, so so it. like you're saying Jupiter, Saturn, and like eclipse kind of. It's kind of like the eclipse, okay. but with Jupiter and Saturn, like oh, okay. they're gonna align. Gotcha. And this hasn't happened in like years. Okay. So and it probably won't happen until like. It's something that happens like every. It's just something that happens years, like no? once every like. 10 generations or something like that yeah. it's, it's just one of those rare occasions right what's up everybody editing victor over here 
I just wanted to say that but the event that I'm talking about is a conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn. And they don't really align. They just come close together. However, it happens every 20 years. It's, I'm fact-checking myself on the lifetime thing. It happens every 20 years. It's a, it's a common event. However, it's every 400 years that we get to see them come so close to each other. Anyways, we hope you guys got to see it, and if you did, let us know. I am uh, back to the podcast. Accordingly, um, I was listening to this one dude, and supposedly, uh, there's like this website or this this program that lets you run um, how how the stars were during that night or during oh, yeah, like yeah. you, you decide that. like you can go. It's back like you to, can see how the sky was on the day you were born. In, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that same thing. Uh, so he did like some weird math of whenever this occurrence happened and so happens that it happened um uh five years before the um five bc bc is like before yeah so zero yeah negative Mm. zero oh no five years before five years before so it's bc so that's 10 what do you mean so because it's zero one negative one so bc would be negative five yeah so yeah, bc so would be negative five ad oh you have two years you have before christ well you have one well you said you said it was five years <clears throat> before five bc right i meant to say uh, i meant or to what? say five bc the year five bc okay which is before christ before which is christ before zero. yeah so if you look at that from that well even then uh 2020 is not exactly when christ was born it's just an assumption 2020 well like well the year zero what we consider oh yeah 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 it's all types of screwed up yeah it's not really the year he was born i think it's like the year he died no, it's, it's the year that he was born, but it's just the... But it's not accurate. It's not accurate. It's just like when we started It's just the counting. assumption that we made. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of accurate. Because <clears throat> yeah. it's around that, that range of... Mm-hmm. of It could have been like 10 years before zero. Or like so it could have been 10 after. BC, it could have been 5 BC, somewhere but around that. But it's in that ballpark. Yeah, it's in that, yeah. Um, and then, so he went... He went... Um, the year 5 BC and he set himself and because you can set yourself anytime and anywhere in, in the in the world mm-hmm. so he set himself in Palestine and then he looked up so in the sky mm-hmm. you could see Jupiter and 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 Saturn, Saturn doing the same thing we're about to we're about to see to um next week this, I guess yeah, yeah. In a couple days. Because it's the 17th. Yeah, so next week in a few days. Wow. So they say that that might be the star, the sole star that they were following. Oh. Also, it was on the constellation of of um, Pisces. So, so that's me. That's you. <laughs> so Pisces is the, it's the little fish, which symbolically... Or the little shark, whatever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't limit yourself. <laughs> So symbolically, it it goes with um, with like Christianity, with like good. So there's a lot like. Yeah. Uh, so that's the that's a lot of the, good vibes coming. Uh, out. A lot of good vibes. Hopefully. Now, this year, 
the merging or the I guess the alignment that's gonna happen in the constellation of Capricorn. I don't know much about that. Capricorn <laughs> is the little goat. Oh is it? Yeah. Oh. Who do we and in Christianity goat is related to To the sacrificial lamb? To, oh, the, to devil? the devil. So therefore We're fucked. But therefore the Antichrist is supposed to be coming. This would be the Could year. Can 2020 get any fucking better, dude? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I can't. But then again, so this is all just like... Well, yeah, it's like a bunch of assumptions. This is just yeah. like... Not even assumptions. This is all just like... A bunch of bullshit. And really. what what you believe. Yeah. And like the way you you um interpret these yeah. stuff. Because stars are stars. Like, that shit happens the way it right. happens. Yeah. It's um, it's science. It's yeah, it's like. But you know, like especially. It's it's a perspective because religion people, gives this gives this perspective. Yeah. But, but you know, like religious people, they're always like two plus two is ten. It's so ten. It's yeah. Happen, you know? <laughs> no offense to you. <laughs> All right. It's I have. Something. I got one more. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. So. <clears throat> this story takes place four years ago. When was this? So this was. This was posted three years ago. So really it took place seven years ago. And it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> it was Christmas night and my family were driving home from this fancy restaurant. I don't like my family. Oh no, no this is not it. <laughs> He's like, oops, this is yeah, my this diary. Is not, <laughs> this was a better one. <laughs> Alright. I have to admit, I'm not... I'm. I'm Starting a whole different story, just so you know. Okay. I have to. Let me scratch, have to, let me scratch the yeah. the seven years ago. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, I'm not a fan of Christmas, not due to any Scrooge-like tendencies or anything, but because of what I saw when I was seven. I was very excited to see what I was going to get on Christmas Day. You see, so I crept down the stairs at two or so in the morning, as people do. The grandmother clock in the hallway was slowly ticking. I remember it was only too well. I found myself shaking as I turned the living room doorknob. Was I, was I that excited? Why did the metal feel so cold? So as to not awake my parents, I slowly pushed the door open. It would squeak if you did it too fast and crept into the living room. It was dark and cold. I mean, so cold I could make out my breath and what little light that was there. Was the heating broken? That's cold. <laughs> that is pretty that cold. That is cold. Was the heating broken? I mean, if it's that cold. It's cold. It's I, I, I wouldn't even fucking I go even there. I wouldn't shut sleeping. that door. Yeah, I would be like, fuck this shit. Yeah, the switch to the dimmer lights was next to the door. I turned it on and slowly turned the dial in the diminishing bloom, gloom. I couldn't make out the armchair and the Christmas tree beneath which I could already glimpse the presents and the leering, skinless face that was now just an, an inch away from me. Its pupilless eyes seemed to stare straight through me as, I, as its stench hit my nostrils, like rotting meat via burnt ozone. The thing reared back, its lipless face falling back behind the rag hood and wore. It turned away and lurched and limped towards the tree. I could see more of it now. It was stooped and withered, emaciated and cadaverous, draped with the rotting rags of what I guess must one have been a rope. The thing seemed mesmerized by the, by the tree. 
its head sw swiveling earring from side to side as it contemplated what was before it. So, this is a curious creature. Yeah. It, it literally, like, just looking at the fucking tree. That's fucking weird. Like, I'm trying to imagine something just looking at a tree. Like, like it's just doing this. Wow, like, is this? this is a nice tree. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one like this. He's like, this would make some great paper. <laughs> Let me cut it. Down. Let me cut it. <laughs> Uh, and then it turned, alright, so I was contemplating what was before it, then it turned and looked directly at me, lifting a long, bony finger up to its face where its lips may once have been. My mouth was agape. I was rooted to the spot, I tried to scream, but no noise came out. Finally, I managed to slowly retreat from the living room, turning off the light as I went. I closed the door, and quietly I crept upstairs. I crept up the stairs, petrified to do anything else. That's kind of um, weird, you know, like you slowly. Like retreat? You, yeah, he's like literally, he didn't, he's literally tiptoeing, closing the door slowly, turning off the lights as if. But the, he's leaving away from this creature. Yeah, he's getting away from it, but like. I would have ran. I would have fucking ran, <laughs> slammed that door. You know, but, it, like, even in, like, scary movies, there's always that one guy that's just, like, let me stare a little bit, and then they're the ones that end up dying. Let me, let me confirm. Yeah. <laughs> let me make sure this let is Let me make I sure it is what it is. I ran to my room and I hid under my covers. Only then I didn't manage to finally silently sob with fear. The next morning, I put on a brave face and pretending to be excited as I unwrapped my presents with everyone else. Mom must have known that there was something wrong, as she said, as she asked if I was okay. I lied and I said I was just tired, as I couldn't sleep the night before, as you know, a seven-year, seven-year-old on Christmas Eve would do. She hesitated for a, hesitated for a moment, but brushed it off as we picked up and torn wrapping paper left behind. But all I could think of was that thing I saw the night before. I barely played with my new toys. I just kept seeing its face every time I closed my eyes. As the years have drawn on, I ponder this in some detail. We've forgotten what Christmas really is. It is how we used to survive the darkness, grimmest time of the year. That's what all the tinsels and merrymaking and Santa Claus all stems from. That need to shut out the darkness and the howling blizzard outside. Yet, I think there is something else too. All that crap about Christmas being magical is true. We dress it up with elves and reindeers with red noses, but it's more than that. There's reasons why we used to tell ghost stories at Christmas, just like we are, <laughs> till Halloween took over. That's true. Uh, hold up. It is the one point of the year where the boundaries between this world and other are at their thinnest. No wonder they have a festival and an activity at this time of the year. Consciously or not, we are warding off the horror that seeps into our world during the Yuletide. Maybe all the rituals, tacky though, they, tacky though they are these days, appease at things that wait and ward them off for another year. What's a Christmas tree but an old pagan totem decorated in candles? A ward or an appeasement? These days, I just blot it out of my mind pretend I'm a Buddhist or something. <laughs> There's one last thing I will never forget. All those years ago, the next night, the scrawled note I found under my pillow and it said just one word. Shh. I like this one. I like this one. Really good, huh? Yeah, because it makes you like 
think makes a you think more. yeah besides being a creepy story it's like it could have been krampus that's what i was thinking it could have been krampus that's what i was thinking so if you listen to our last podcast if you listen to our last podcast you, you would know, know what bit. we're talking about uh something i did forget to tell the last pot the last episode is that um yeah like christmas comes from yuletai traditions but uh something that i did forget is that yuletide is somewhat more like halloween where like you will dress up as mm-hmm. as we talked about last episode people right. dressing up like as krampus. krampus and but they will also like um go like door to door asking for candies or like uh just knocking and if if you didn't like open the door or like it's kind of like trick or treat that you didn't treat yeah they would trick on you so christmas it was a lot more halloween mm-hmm. until weird. well for some reason they made well it now well now well not in america but <clears throat> in the movies but in the movies. you know like <laughs> instead of going door to door asking for candy they go to door door to door and sing mm-hmm. so maybe that's where like that comes from too yeah i think so like um for like what is wrong with humans Carol? trying to get something all the time. i don't know i don't know but you know that story says something very true that it's like this is a time of the year where we tried to look past all like the ugly all the like, ugly stuff oh and it was also like um it's mostly celebrated on winter sol- solstice mm-hmm. which is like the darkest night yeah or yeah the darkest night out of the entire year so it was like uh it was rituals of them and that's why they used to um dress up mm. for christmas as like these like i guess like demonish ish um Things. costumes yeah because they believed that if they did that they were like scare off the spirits for another oh, okay. for like a whole year maybe we should do that maybe, we should do that. <laughs> maybe 2021 will be better if we do that that's but why yeah, that's I mean, why we kept our Halloween um decorations upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> They're not coming down. Um, but also like, you know, twenty twenty's been a shit year. It's but, been a shitty year. But even though it's been a shit year, like Christmas is still something that everyone kinda looks forward to. So Yeah, that's true. So it kinda relates. It, it, it's it's there. Alright, yeah. do you have one more or I don't. Alright. <laughs> so this is it everybody. Thank you for joining us in this uh creepy christmas. christmas stories episode uh we want to give you just a few um i guess like things that we want to say uh first of all if you're in georgia go vote yes um uh, early voting is open so go vote for the and senate that's we last do have a, day is january 15th i believe last day is january 5th 5th yep for early voting or for voting? oh for early voting is the 30 december 1st no, January first. <laughs> January first, I think so. Okay. And then January fifth is the is the um the actual date. The actual date. But if you can go voting early, do it now since it's open. Uh, shop in small um businesses. Small businesses. As you always, can, um, check out my check out jewels. It's G A E A solutions on instagram yeah the description will be down below if you wanna or it's gonna be on the on the podcast whatever yeah it's gonna make be, sure to yeah. tag it on check the check the tag and then um well you can you can follow us on instagram as well our g s t s underscore podcast and then you can follow me at v c a n o n g o you can follow Jules on Instagram at J A G A. Oh, hold on. J A G M B O A. I'm not drunk. I'm 
And then, um, yeah, so you can also follow us on Twitter. I am, our our Instagram is, nah. Wait, what? Our, our podcast Twitter is at Pod. I am at Victor Cannot Go. And then Jules is a bunch of gibberish, but it will also be on the link. It's in the description. It's in the description. So please, if you... So this is our last podcast of the year. This is our last podcast of the year. So there's there's many more to come. Yeah. If you have any ideas or suggestions or any topics you want us to... Or you want to come talk with us. To talk about or you want to talk with us about anything that you want to talk about. Uh, let us know you can uh, our all our handles are in the description as we said previously so let us know there uh let us know how we're doing yeah that too. we want to hear some feedback um share if you like us if you like the, what we're doing and even if you don't if, even if you, you don't because <laughs> uh, you might not like it but other people might like it <laughs> share it please tell tell your friends tell your family and we'll shout you out if you mm-hmm. if you do and um yeah, well, that's um, it. Uh, have, have a good a... holidays. Happy New Year. Have a happy holidays. Happy good year. Good year. <laughs> if you uh, celebrate any of those, and if not, then have a good day yourself. Yeah, that's true. Have a good day. Um, looking forward to twenty twenty one. Hopefully, things get a lot better. Yep. But um, yeah, stay safe and uh, um, be optimistic. And be optimistic. It'll be a better year. We love for that. Sure. All right. Thank you, everyone. All right, bye.